Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you. So excited to be with you on today. I'm the founder of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. It's really a global movement. We have representations in about 18 nations of the earth. Houses of Prayer we have, as well as prayer hubs. I wish you'd join the movement. Find a hub, start a hub, awakeningprayerhubs.com. I'm actively recruiting intercessory prayer leaders. I want to raise you up. You know, some of the most Significant rewards in eternity will go to the intercessors who stand in that place of prayer, sometimes all alone, sometimes without a group around them, just by themselves, being that hub. You don't have to have 50 people in your hub to be effective. You start your hub, God will send you people to join your hub. You just have to weather and persevere the resistance of the enemy. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, join the movement. Guys, our church is in South Florida. Awakening House of Prayer, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. are the service times. One, uh, the, the 1047 is more of a discipleship service, practical living. The second service, 1.30, is more of an empowerment service. And you can watch the first service online at ahop.online. I spoke yesterday on weathering storms, finding God's purpose in the storm. You can go watch that replay. Well, you might not be able to, actually, if you're not an actual pastoral member, because we have a new paradigm there trying to tighten things up so we keep the false prophets out. Praise God. It's always good to keep the, the, the weeds out of your wheat, isn't it? God is good. Come on down to South Florida. If you're in the region, come on by and visit. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. And today's devotion is coming from my second devotional, which we barely ever read from, and we should. We're going to start incorporating it more. It's called Evenings with the Holy Spirit, Listening Daily to the Still Small voice of God. And today, I'm not reading in order, but I found one I just, I just jumped out at my spirit. And the title of it is, Don't Allow Urgency to Lead You. Now, this will set somebody free if you'll let it. Don't allow urgency to lead you. My, 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 my. You can just preach right there on that. Don't allow urgency to lead you. 
And here's what I heard the Lord say. You often feel an urgency to respond to situations that arise, to put out the raging fire now, immediately. But understand and know this, if you will slow down and wait on my leading, then many times you won't even have to address the situation. Try praying before taking action. And if you need to take action, I will lead you to make the right moves in my timing. I will give you wisdom on how to respond. Don't rush ahead of me, says the Spirit of the living God. My, 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 my. Come on now. That's a good word. I'll set you free if you let it. I know this describes many of you, at least in some situations. You've got an urgency to respond right now. You know, my dad taught me something powerful about 10 years ago. He said, sometimes the best response is no response. Sometimes people will be angry. They'll come at you a certain way. They'll send you an email. And sometimes the best response is no response. And they'll calm down. They'll drop it. You won't hear from them about that issue again. Come on now. Let's look at the scripture references. James 1, 5, James 3, 17, Proverbs 3, 13 through 18. Now the prayer starter. I know I run too fast sometimes. I don't like issues to linger, but help me to slow my step. Teach me how to bite my tongue, put my hands in my pockets and wait until you say go. Let my first response to the fire be prayer. Give me a sense of your timing and reveal your strategy in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Father, we give you glory this morning. <laughs> we magnify you today. We exalt you over every area of our life. You are sovereign. You are a God of providence. You are in control. You sit high above the circle of the earth, looking down upon your creation, waiting to bless us. Your eyes searching to and fro, looking for someone through whom you can show yourself strong. That is the God that we serve. You're a good, good father. You don't give us everything we want exactly when we want it, but you give us what we need exactly when we need it. We can depend on you. We can rely on you. You're a reliable God. There's no shifting shadow of turning in you. We don't have to wonder if you're going to go back on your word. Your word is life. Your word is spirit. Your word is truth. Your word is love. Your word create boundaries in our lives so we can stay safe. That is the God that you are. The God who sets us up for success. The God who makes a way to victory. The God who is our victory. You are just that good. And we celebrate your goodness this morning. There's just simply no other God like you. You're the matchless God. You're the glorious warrior God. Victorious in everything you do. Breakthrough every, everywhere around you. You never stumble. You never fall. You never hesitate. You never step back. But you're always moving forward. That is who you are, a progressive God, always moving forward, always advancing your kingdom, always finding a way, making a way out of no way. That is who you are. That is the God that we serve and we celebrate you. We exalt you. There's just no other God like you who can compare to you. No one, no one can compare to you. You are the matchless God. You are the gracious God. You are the almighty God, the God who knows everything. Even when we don't know, you know, when we don't know the way, you know, the way, when we don't know what to say, you'll put the very words in our mouth. <laughs> when we don't know how to do something, you'll give us supernatural wisdom and figure it out for us. Just a supernatural, just a download pop. We thank you, Lord. 
We praise you, God. We exalt you, Jesus. Come on. We exalt you, Jesus. Come on. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Just stay right there for a moment. Just exalt him. What does that mean? To put him in his place. He is high and lifted up. We shall have no other gods before you, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to continue to exalt you, to magnify you in our circumstances so that when we look at the trouble, we don't just see the trouble. We see the God who knows the way out of the trouble. So when we look at the trial, we don't just see the trial. We see the God who knows the way out of the trial. So when we look at the sickness and we look at the disease, we don't just see the cancer. We don't just see the leukemia, but we see the God who heals. When we look at the demons that have put us in bondage. We don't just see the spirits. We don't just see the demon powers, but we see the deliverer who can bring us out of the bondage. Oh, Jesus, would you help us to exalt you in every area of our lives so that when we look at the relationship issues, the marriage is on the verge of divorce. We don't see only the spirit of strife. We don't see the hurt and the pain that was caused, but we see the God who reconciles. Oh, Jesus, would you help us today? when we have financial woes, when we step into a financial landmine and everything blows up in our face, would you help us to look at what we don't have? Help us to stop looking at the lack. Help us to stop looking at what we don't have and help us to look at the God who is the provider. Jesus, would you shift our focus today? Uh, Help us to stop looking at everything that's wrong and start looking at what is right, knowing that you are right. You are good. You are great. You are the problem solver. You are the answer giver. Help us, Lord, to adjust our attitudes, to adjust our mindsets, to adjust our hearts, to adjust our thoughts. Lord, help us, Lord, to make some Holy Ghost adjustments today so that we can see you in a thing, so that we can exalt you in a thing, so that we can magnify you in a thing. Oh, Jesus, we need to put you in first place. Oh, and when the worries have come and the woes have come, the cares have come come. The concerns have come and they flooded our minds and flooded our hearts and flooded our lives and we feel like we're drowning. We feel like we can't catch our breath. We feel like we're sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Help us, Lord, in those moments to remember that you are with us. To remember to exalt you. To remember to give you the preeminence. To remember to sit in your presence. To still our soul. To cry aloud and to wait to hear the sound of your still small voice giving us the strategy giving us the encouragement that we need to make it through giving us the wisdom that we require to fix the issue oh God help us when we find ourselves with our back against the wall help us Lord help us Lord to see you that you're there to hear you to know you to trust you to have confidence in you oh to have courageous courageousness on the inside of us Jesus 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 when we're facing impossible situations infuse us with courage deal with that discouragement and bring us encouragement infuse our hearts with courage to stand in the face of troubling times infuse our hearts with a confidence with an assurance that you are with us that if God be for us then who could be against us who could overcome us who could take 
take us down? Who could hold us back? Who could stop us dead in our tracks? Nobody, nobody, no devil in hell, no mean-spirited person can stop the will of God for our lives. Oh, Jesus, we magnify you over our circumstances. We magnify you over our trials. You are greater than. The greater one lives on the inside of us. The greater one lives on the inside of us. The greater one lives on the inside of us. He is the greater one because he is greater than. I said he is the greater one because he is greater than. He is the greater one because he is greater than. He is greater than death. He is greater than hell. He is greater than sickness. He is greater than disease. He is greater than poverty. He is greater than depression. He is greater than fear. He is greater than anxiety. He is greater than worry. He is greater than grief. He is greater than loneliness. He is greater than persecution. He is greater than Jezebel. He is greater than Leviathan. He is greater than, greater than, greater than, greater than whatever is staring you down, whatever is looking at you eyeball to eyeball, trying to intimidate you before you break through. Oh, the Lord is saying to you today, I am greater. I am greater. So look at me. Look at me. When the devil is staring you down, look at me, says the Lord. When circumstances are trying to flood your your mind with, with what ifs, look at me, says the Lord. Just keep looking at me, says the Lord, for I will keep you in perfect peace and I will keep you in perfect joy and I will give you a perfect strength to walk through the storm. Oh, Jesus, would you help us today? Would you help us today? Would you give us what you promised to give us? Just help us believe so we can receive. Just help us believe so we can receive. Just help us believe so we can receive. It all comes down to the believing. Oh, you're pouring out. Help us believe so we can receive. You're pouring out wisdom today. Help us to believe so we can receive. Come on. He's pouring out strength today. He's strengthening you in your inner man. Will you believe it? Will you believe it? Will you believe the word of God today? Will you believe it? Will you believe it? Will you believe that he's strengthening your heart? Will you believe that he's giving you wisdom? Will you believe that he is doing for you things that you haven't even asked him to do in your natural language? But oh, that time you prayed in the Holy Ghost. Oh, that time you prayed in tongues. Oh, that time you took the 90-day spirit prayer challenge several months ago. So many people around the world pressed in with me to pray for 90 days in the spirit for one hour. Can you believe now? Can you believe now? Can you believe now that God is answering some of those prayers? That God is bringing you closer to his heart? That God is cultivating in you a deeper well from which to pull? A deeper reservoir from which to draw? Can you believe now that the prayers you prayed even 10 or 20 years ago might just be coming to pass in this season? Oh, don't give up hope. Don't stop pressing. Don't stop believing. You believe you receive you believe you receive you believe you receive according to your faith let it be done unto you that's what Jesus said according to your faith be it done unto you he told certain ones your faith has made you whole what he told certain ones your faith has healed you what he told certain ones it will be just as you believe it 
Let it be unto them as they believe. Oh, Jesus, help our unbelief. <laughs> help our unbelief. Help our unbelief. Because that scripture is such good news. It's such good news. Our faith healed us. Our faith delivered us. Our faith set us free. Our faith brought the breakthrough. Oh, but if we don't have faith, what will we do? How will we walk? How will we speak? Jesus, help our unbelief. God, go deep in our hearts. And get that double-mindedness out of us. Go deep in our souls, Jesus. And get that double-mindedness out of us. Rip it out. Strip us from it. Detach it from us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Free us from that double-mindedness. Where we get on a prayer call like this. We get on a broadcast like this. And we're cheering and we're shouting and we're jumping and saying amen. And our faith is at a high point. Our faith is at a tipping point. Our faith is at such a level that whatever we speak in that moment, we are sure. We know that 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 it's going to come to pass. Our faith gets to a fervent pitch. And then by the end of the day, the devil has worn us down. By the end of the day... Working all the way through the day here, there, and everywhere through people, through traffic lights, through circumstances, through nasty emails, through demon powers, through vain imaginations. Oh, the enemy by the end of the day wants to put out your fire. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to dilute your hope. Father, help us today to be vigilant, to be sober-minded. Because that enemy of ours roams about like a roaring lion, seeking someone's faith to devour, seeking someone's fire to put out, seeking someone's day to ruin, seeking someone to meddle with. Help us, Lord, to stand firm against the enemy at his onset. To stand firm against him at his onset. The moment he strikes, we recognize it. The moment he speaks, we discern it's not God. The moment he launches the fiery dart, we can tell it's coming our way. We're picking it up in the spirit. We've got our shield of faith ready. We are poised. We are in our warfare stance. Come on. We got on our whole armor of God. (laughs) Help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today. Our battle is against double-mindedness. Our battle is against being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Our battle is against the lies that the enemy inserts into our souls. Our battle is against these things that come to steal our faith because as we believe, we receive. We can't afford to walk through another day delaying our own breakthrough because we believed in the morning, but by the nighttime, we were in doubt again. By the night time, we weren't so sure what we heard in the morning. By the night time, we were too weary to continue to press in prayer. By the night time, we were ready to give up what we just decreed in the morning. Jesus, help us. Deliver us from double-mindedness today, would you please? Deliver us from double-mindedness today, where we waver between two opinions. We're not sure what to do. God said this, but now the devil said that, and we're struck paralyzed, not knowing what to do, not knowing which voice to listen to. Oh, the louder voice is usually the enemy's. I said the louder voice usually belongs to the wicked one. God speaks in a still small voice. And sometimes God only speaks once. But the enemy will repeat himself over and over and over and over. The enemy will Continue to launch those vain imaginations over and over and over and over. Sometimes I'm teaching you the way of God here. Sometimes he only speaks once. 
Meanwhile, the enemy is working on your mind like a battering ram, trying to get you to let go of the faith, to make a different confession, to let your fire go out. Jesus, would you help us? Would you help us deliver us from double-mindedness, God? Deliver us from double-mindedness, God. Give us an ear that is tuned to your spirit and that rejects the static from the enemy. Give us an ear that is in tuned to your spirit and rejects the static. Come on. Have you ever put on a radio before satellite radio? If you go to AM radio, there's static. Or if you listen to radio while you're driving from one city to another city, sometimes the signal goes bad and it begins to fade and it's scratchy and you can barely hear it. What do you do? You change the channel. You don't want to listen to that mess. You don't want to listen to this scratchy song coming in, song coming out, blurry. Uh, that's what you all need to do. That's what I need to do. When the enemy comes in, trying to interfere with the message of God, you change the channel. You retune to God's voice. You retune to what he's saying. You retune to his whisper. You retune. You eliminate the static. Jesus, would you help us today? Deliver us from double-mindedness. Deliver us from double-mindedness. Deliver us from double-mindedness, God. Would you deliver us from double-mindedness? We don't want to think one way today and another way tomorrow. We want to be stable. We want to be steady. We want to get off the emotional roller coaster. Up and down and up and down and up and down. And Oh, when it's going our way, we're happy. And when it's not, we're not happy. <laughs> help us, Lord. Stabilize our emotions. Help us, Lord. Jesus. We love you. We thank you. Your word is an anchor to our soul. Your word is a light to our path. Your word shows us the way and tells us when we're not thinking right. The Bible says the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. The word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The word will judge your thoughts, whether they be of God or they be influenced by some other source. So Father, help us today to discern our own thoughts. As we renew our minds with your word, help us, Lord, to grow in that discernment where we're not hoodwinked by the enemy, by a vain imagination, by a fleeting thought, by an intimidating threat in our souls. Help us, Lord, deliver us from double-mindedness. Bring that stability. Make us unshakable. We live in an unshakable kingdom. We thank you, God. We give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify you today. We exalt you over every circumstance. Even the victories, we exalt you. We will not forget to thank you after the victory. We will not be like the nine lepers who got their healing and never came back to say thanks. We will exalt you even in our victories. Come on. We will exalt you on the mountaintop. Yeah, it's kind of easier there, but sometimes... Sometimes we forget we're so elated by the breakthrough that we forget to thank the God who brought us the breakthrough. God, let that not be us. Help us, Lord, to magnify you at all times. Your word continually in our mouth and in our hearts. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Now I want to ask you a question. Let's get real. This is... Sort of like a deliverance day here. Let's get real. This is going to really help you. So share this right now in your groups, on your timelines, and let's gear up. Here's the question I want to ask you. What's dominating your thoughts? What is dominating your thoughts? 
in any given moment, in any given day, something is dominating your thoughts. Jesus told his audience in the Sermon on the Mount about certain thoughts that dominate the minds of unbelievers. Things like provision, what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? We could extend that and say, where am I going to work? How am I going to get my healing? What about my prodigal children? These are the sort of thoughts that dominate the minds of unbelievers, but these are not the kind of thoughts that should dominate you. You have to understand what dominates your thoughts will dominate your life. If worry is dominating your thoughts, worry will dominate your life. And you know what you'll see? The fruit of worry because you're planting seeds of worry and the thing that you fear will come upon you. So we can no longer allow the evil one to dominate our thoughts, to dominate our minds. But we must let the word of God dominate our thoughts, dominate our minds. Then we will see the fruit of godliness manifest. Then we will see the fruit of the spirit manifest. Then we will see the gifts of the spirit manifest. Then we will see the power of God manifest. Then we will see the provision, the healing, the deliverance. When we allow God's word to dominate our thoughts, we will see breakthrough on every side. Our faith will be strong. The doubt has to flee. The double-mindedness will go. Paul said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by what? The renewal of your mind. Because your thoughts, they're not being dominated by the word of God until your mind is renewed. And it's a process. Paul told the Philippians to let these kind of things, listen, dominate your mind. These kind of thoughts, there's certain kind of thoughts should be dominating your mind. Listen, even if it's not straight scripture, you want to let the truth dominate your mind. Not the lie, the truth, the truth about your family, the truth about your job, the truth about your, and if your, if your job is not a good job and the truth is that it's not a good job, find another one. But don't lie to yourself. You want to let things that are honorable dominate your mind. Thoughts that are honorable toward people. Thoughts that are honorable toward God. Not dishonorable thoughts. Not gossip. Not slander. These things shouldn't be dominating your mind. That's how the Gentiles operate. The unbelievers. That's how the world thinks. Eye for an eye. A tooth for a tooth. God said, love everybody. Bless your enemies. Let the thoughts of your mind be dominated by what's just. Listen, we need to address injustices, but don't let the injustice dominate your thoughts to the point that you're bitter. Have a righteous indignation about the injustices you face, but don't be bitter and leave God out of the equation as if he can't intervene and bring justice to your life. Paul told us what kind of thoughts we should let dominate our mind. Whatever's pure, whatever's pure. Come on, that's whatever's holy. If it's not holy, it shouldn't be dominating your thoughts. It has no place in the mind of the believer. Cast it down. Father, help us today. Paul said to let things that are lovely dominate our minds. Things that are lovely, not, not to meditate on all the problems, all the grieves, all the issues. Yeah, we have to find solutions. We have to find answers to the problems in life. But we don't do that by meditating solely on the problem. We've got to meditate on the Lord who brings the solution. Paul said, whatever's commendable, whatever's excellent, whatever's worthy of praise, let these things dominate your mind. Because when you let these things dominate your mind, you're letting the Lord dominate your mind. And then you're going to be in perfect peace. And then you're going to be in perfect joy. 
God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. And a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, Father, would you help us today to have the same mind that was in Christ Jesus? Would you help us today to, to let your thoughts dominate our minds, to let your word dominate our minds, to let your goodness dominate our minds, to let your love dominate our minds? Would you help us, Lord, to cast down the vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God? Would you help us, Lord, to make that shift today and to think about what we're thinking about? To really understand what is it that's dominating our minds so that we can weigh it up and judge it and make a course correction if we need to, when we need to, how we need to. Lord, lead us and guide us into your truth, into the thoughts that you want us to think. Help us, Lord, to train our minds. Help us, Lord, to train our minds in a new way, to renew our minds. Jesus, to renew our minds. Jesus, to renew our minds with your word to revitalize our minds, to, to, to stimulate our minds with the word of God, to transform our minds, to renovate our minds, to rejuvenate, to remodel, to repair, to refresh our minds, to recondition our minds, to reawaken our minds with your word. Your word is full of thoughts that we should think. Thoughts of healing and thoughts of deliverance, thoughts of love and thoughts of joy, thoughts of honor, thoughts of service, thoughts of the kingdom, thoughts of your character, your emotions. God, help us to think on these things. Help us, Lord, to make a decision today, to make a decision today, to stand in a faith that's unshakable, to make a decision today, to have courage in the God who died for us and would give us all things. Help us, Lord, today to make that decision, to pay attention to what we're thinking about, to what's dominating our thoughts so that we can ensure that we're not coming under the domination of the wicked one by clear access into our minds and into our hearts and into our lives. God, we give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Praise God. Share this broadcast with somebody to help them make the same decision. We have to ask ourselves, if you're upset all the time, Something is dominating your thoughts other than God and his word. Look at the fruit of your life. The fruit of your life came from the seeds of your thoughts. You are, listen, you are who you are today because of the thoughts you thought two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen 15 years ago. Your thoughts make you who you are. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Where the mind goes, the man follows. If you're successful today, you're prosperous today, it's because of the thoughts that you think think, and the action you took based on those thoughts. Your thoughts will always lead you to take action. Your thoughts always engender action. Your thoughts always engender. If you're successful, it's because of your thoughts you thought. If you're miserable, it's because of the thoughts you're thinking. If you're in poverty and lack and you don't have a job and you don't know which way to go, it's Your thoughts led you to this place. I know that's a hard reality because you want to blame everything on the devil. I like to blame things on the devil too, but everything's not the devil's fault. He may be the one that put the thought in your head, but you're the one that meditated on it. He may be the one who whispered that vain imagination, but you're the one that didn't cast it down. The good news is you can change your thoughts and you can change your life. You can choose to allow God's word to dominate your thoughts. 
You don't have to let all the bad news, the doom, the gloom, the media, uh, the, 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 the despair, the discouragement, all the things that are going wrong in the world. Things are always going to go wrong in the world. Things are always going to go wrong in your life. At some level, there's a, people have a sinful nature. People make decisions on your behalf every day. Companies make decisions and then they have layoffs. That wasn't your decision. It wasn't your thought, but you can use that as a jumping stone, a, a stepping stone. And even because somebody else made a decision that cost you your job doesn't mean you have to think poorly. If you keep your thought right, you'll get a better job. Come on now. Some of you, I'd love to see you get into this series on unshakable faith. It starts on the 14th. You're going to want to get in on that. Unshakable faith and uncertain times. You can get in on that at schoolofthespirit.tv. There's like eight or nine lessons, I don't know. One a week. It starts, I think, next week. And you can get in on that and help yourself to develop. Amen. God is good. You want to sow today if this ministry is blessing you, you can go to jenniferleclair.org slash donate. All the different ways to sow are there. You can use the cash app, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. I'm typing all these there into the box so you can, you can find them. There will always be uncertain times, but you don't have to let your faith be shaken. You want to use the PayPal, you can use paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can send something, anything you want to that P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You don't have to stay where you are, no matter where your thoughts have taken you. See, we can't stop the bad things from happening, but how we frame them in our minds depends on how well we're going to move forward and how fast we're going to get out of the circumstances. Our attitudes are so important, guys. If you set your mind ahead of time, if you choose and you figure out how you're going to respond to a thing ahead of time, you're not as likely to get so upset about it. There's so much going on. Just get on that mailing list, sign up for what's going to bless you, get involved in what's going to help you. And guys, do me, do me, do somebody a favor, share this before you get off the broadcast today. I'm going to cut out a little bit early. I bless you. I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.